Hey guys, I hope you're doing great today and I can't wait to bring you the show. But before I do, I just wanna make a quick request. If you're listening to the show and you're getting good value and you're enjoying the content and you feel that it's valuable, if you could just take a second and go and give me a rating and review in whatever platform you listen, whether it be Apple or Google or uh, Spotify, whatever it is, just go and give me a rating and review, that would be very appreciated. All right guys, let's dive in. In our business, I always tell my contractors that I'm here to build castles, not to fight dragons. And this applies to anything. Any person that you hire, are they going to help you build castles or are they going to be a dragon that you have to fight? You're listening to the Just Start Real Estate Podcast. If you're serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers, you are in the right place. And now, your host, Mike Simmons. Hey guys, thank you for joining me on Just Start Real Estate. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. If you're new, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome to you too. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. Today, I have another great presentation from last year's Flip Hacking Live in our Thursday Flip Hacking Live Rewind series, where I show you a little glimpse of what you can expect to experience if you went and got your ticket already to Flip Hacking Live. You're going to love it, and I'm just going to prove it to you by showing you past events, people who spoke, people who will be speaking again this year, so you can see the value even before you show up the first day this year. If you haven't gotten your tickets, go grab them. But today, uh, I have Tyler Jensen's presentation from last year, and it is powerful and it is awesome. If you don't know who Tyler Jensen is, he's not only a friend of mine, but he's a guy who's sort of making a name for himself right now because he is doing seven-day flips. That's right. He is doing full renovation flips in seven days or less. We're talking about $40,000 renovations here. We're not talking about just like, you know, paint a room and and, and do a little bit of flooring and some touch-ups. Like this is a full $40,000 renovation. He's doing it in less than seven days. It is amazing for those of us who take, you know, weeks or months or, you know, some people take a year to renovate houses sometimes. Tyler's doing it in seven days and he breaks it all down for you. So listen, even if you think seven days is just not realistic for you for whatever reason, it is. It's a limiting belief if you think that. But even if, let's just say seven days isn't realistic, but if you're doing right now, if it's taking you 30 days or 60 days, what if you could just cut that in half, right? Let's not let's not go crazy here. Let's not shoot for you know another galaxy of, of, of production that we're not thinking we're capable of right now. Maybe you're not, but if you could just take it from you know, 60 days to 30 days or 30 days to 14 days or 20 days. Imagine how much more productive you'd be. Imagine how much money you could save on holding costs and all that stuff. So this is a presentation you really should be excited about. And Tyler's going to be again at Flip Hacking Live this year. So you want to check it out. But listen to this presentation, guys. Get ready to take notes. He gives great, great, great tips. And he really opens up the playbook of what he's doing to flip in seven days. So take a look. Enjoy Tyler Jensen. I want to welcome to the stage, get on your feet, for Mr. Tyler Jensen. Oh, dear. Thank you, man. That was awesome. Likewise. For sure. Woo! Yeah! What a great song, guys. Thank you. Who's ready? Stand up again. Show me. Let's do that one more time. Stand up. Yeah, all right, give your neighbor a high five. Tell him best day ever. Best day ever. That's how we do it, all right, good job. Best day ever. You get to choose 
if it's the best day ever or not. So make today the best day ever, right? That's our logo with our company. That's our tagline. All my crew says it. You'll see in all of our videos and all of our work orders and everything, we put best day ever on it. So make it a conscious choice to have the best day ever, right? That's something that our crew implemented. Okay, let me get into it. Uh, so this is my why, right? This is my family. Bill said he has three boys. I have three boys. These guys are just amazing. They're my whole world. It's why I do real estate. It's why I get up in the morning is so I get to hang out with these guys. Um, I have to tell you a quick funny story about this. I was doing a hot seat in one of our seven-figure groups, and I showed this, this slide, and I said, this is one of my whys. And my, my good friend Kush, her eyes got really big. And I was like, Kush, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, one of your whys. I thought you said one of your wives. And I said, I am from Utah, but I have one wife. I, I do not have more than one. One is plenty. I couldn't afford multiple. I have one that is great. So I only have one wife, and she is my why. So a year ago, 2018, Flip Hacking Live. Did anyone watch that promo video? Let me show it to you. Pay attention to the Flip Hacking Live promo for this year. All right, now I'll play it. There we go. Every single speaker at this event, on this stage, will be doing multiple six figures or multiple seven figures in their business. In the trenches, doing business at high volume right now. You guys see that video? Did you notice anything? Does this look familiar? Yeah? See that cute little redhead over there? That's Becca Shea. Adam Ray was sitting next to me, right? So if you sit in the front row, get ready to speak next year, right? I was taking notes, and I was listening, I was paying attention, right? So I, I wasn't doing that, what Bill said, right, at the time. I was struggling business, I was trying to grow, I was developing all these systems and teams, and, but I was in your seat a year ago. Uh, and, and I'll explain my story a little bit more, but I was, I was right where you were, right? I wasn't successful. I didn't feel successful. I, it was frustrating, right? I was starting the grind. I was starting the system. But I said, I want to be on stage next year at Flip Packing Life. What do I have to do to get there? So uh, I brought something amazing for you guys. You ready? Like, I really brought everything that I think that you need to flip houses successfully. So if everyone will look under their seat really quick, you won't find anything because it's all up here. <laughs> All right, so pay attention. Okay, the hustle. This was my timeline. This is my, my house flipping story. Okay, so the hustle. We'll talk more about the hustle. Some of you are in the hustle. Who's in the hustle right now? Okay, sweet. We're in the hustle, right? I, was get, I had a full-time job. I was an accountant. I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning and comping properties, right? That's the hustle. We'll talk more on that. Building the system, right? I had to start hiring people and bringing good people around me and then implementing that system and repeating it and making it better and growing it. That's the finished product. We'll talk about that too. This is my job. I loved it. We're watching Dumb and Dumber in the back. You see that? It's like my favorite movie ever. We're watching Dumb and Dumber. I'm in the office. I would have to work late nights. I'd do audits. I was a boring accountant. Excel was my best friend. And so I started there. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you guys 100%. This right here was my income. 
my W-2 income for 2018, if you see that red circle. So I worked until September 1st, 2018, okay? This is, this is real, right? My name's right there. So I quit my job September 1st, 2018. I was making more money in real estate than I was at my job. I was losing money by going to work. And so I knew, and I said, hey, look, we just closed on a house or two. And I told my wife, I'm like, I hate my job. I hate that I don't get to spend time with my kids. I hate that I have to work late nights. I want to flip houses. And she said, no. (laughs) You go to your job, and you work, and you bring home a paycheck, and you give us benefits, and you, you do the right thing, right? You went to college, and you got degrees, and you did all these things. You're not flipping houses. I was persistent, and I said, look, this is my dream. I really want to do it. And she still said no. She was not supportive. She didn't want me to do it, but she didn't have a choice. I was going to do it anyway. So I said, hey, look, nothing will change. I promise. I'll make sure that you get, we, I pay ourselves every two weeks. We'll have insurance, and you won't notice. The only difference is I'm going to be in the basement instead of at the office, right? So for all you know, nothing has changed, just different work location. So I would go to the office every day, and I would start the hustle, right? So flashback 10 years, I started real estate in 2008. This was me. I still look the same, right? 10 years ago, I was flipping a condo in the middle of the summer, and I was running can lights in the attic. It was like 140 degrees in there. I was sweating. I was gross. I did all the work myself. 100%. I would do tile. I would do the electrical. I would paint. I was in college. My spring break, yeah, my party was a a house party laying tile, right? My Christmas break, I'd have fall break. Right after midterms, I'd go and build flip houses. So check this video out, right? Let me show you. Hey, guys. This is Tyler. Just finishing up this flip. We're here installing the toilet. Yeah, tons of fun. This is all part of the flip, man. You got It's all part of the flip, man. You're an idiot. <laughs> it is not part of the flip, man. Don't put your own toilets in. You will never win. I promise. So that was me. That was my mentality. It would take me six months to flip a property. I watched a lot of YouTube videos on how to lay tile and how to do electrical, and I asked a ton of questions, and I would pay, hey, electrician, I'll pay you 50 bucks to come and make sure I'm not going to blow this house up, right? So I did a ton of that, but I would flip everything myself. I was a one-man show, okay? And I realized I was on, it was Christmas break, and I was newly married. I was just, I was in my senior year of college, and I was like, making, I'm, I'm making $10 an hour, and I'm here on my Christmas break laying tile. And I'm like, this is not the way to win. So anyways, let me, let me skip forward now. Now I started hiring contractors, okay? So I said, installing toilets is not my thing. I'm making $10 an hour, and I'm a college-educated kid, right? So I need to step it up. I need to make more than $10 an hour. So I want to talk to you about finding, hiring, firing, and keeping contractors, okay? I love this because I totally feel like that, right? Sawdust is man glitter, right? Um, Okay, who thinks finding contractors is a pain in the butt? Woo, everybody, okay? I agree, it feels like this when you're finding contractors, (laughs) right? I'm the guy on the bottom, and the contractor is on top, 
Finding contractors is a pain in the butt. I totally agree. But the, the biggest misconception that I hear is there's no good contractors. There's no deals, right? We hear that, and that's all bull, okay? There are good contractors. You just have to find them. So where are they? Let's talk. Finding contractors, driving for contractors. You've heard of driving for dollars, right? Do you ever drive for contractors? What I mean by that is I'm driving to the grocery store and I see roofers, and guess what? I have to stop and I go and say, hey, roofers, do you have a card? Like, I'm trying to get these connections, and my wife hates it. And then I'll go, I'll get out of the car, hey, give me your card. And they're like, no habla inglés, like, we don't know what you're saying. So I'm like, oh, don't worry, they didn't speak English anyway, son. That was a quick one. So, but driving for contractors, I make my team do this. I make my project manager, when he's driving between jobs, if he sees someone that is in construction, he has to stop and get their contact info. I had to upgrade my phone because I had so many pictures of houses and so many contacts of people. But it, it made that versatile. So driving for contractors, go where they are, where do they hang out? Where are contractors, right? You need to go and find them. Just like motivated sellers, right? We, we spend all this time trying to find these niche lists and we're trying to go where the sellers are. Go where the contractors are, where are they hanging out? Um, network with people, right? Go to the RIAs and talk, ask other flippers who their, their contractors are. Ask, 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 ask. Who, who are, is flipping these houses? Run ads. We just found a contractor from a Facebook ad. It cost me like 57 cents to do a, a Facebook ad. And we found a contractor, and now he's part of our team, and he's on our system, right? We ran the contractor ad. Hey, we need someone who can paint the exterior of a house. Who can do that? This guy's like, I, not only can I paint the house, I can do everything else. So Facebook ads, referrals, um, ask for these people. We, we're going to host a contractor luncheon. We're going to buy contractors lunch, say, hey, contractors, come eat lunch with us, and we'll teach you our system, right? So come, we'll buy you a steak dinner. How many contractors would say no to that? Probably none, right? They would all show up. Oh, give me a bid, and then they, none of them show up. So <laughs> bring the food, right? Ask agents. We've had a lot of referrals from our real estate agents. Who is flipping houses? Call MLS listings. I used to do this all the time. I would call a, re oh, recently rehabbed, renovated house. I would call the agent, hey, who is the contractor on this deal? Oh, it was this guy. Okay, cool. Do you have his number? Oh, yeah, here it is. I would call those guys, right? I already could see their work. It was already awesome. So call MLS listings. You have to look for them. They're out there. And I know you have to go through a lot of dirt. Trust me, I've been through a million contractors, and I thought they were all idiots, right? But now we have a solid team, and it's awesome. Hiring contractors, right? What's the conversation? What do they want? What do contractors want? When we hire our contractors, we ask them, what do you want? If we could pay you every week, is that important to you? Oh, you could pay me every week? That's incredible. Yeah, if you don't have to do any marketing, is that important to you? Oh, my heck, that's amazing. I'd love that. Okay, cool. Um, how can we make it easy for them? Hey, look, we'll guarantee that you have work. We guarantee that you'll have a property to flip every single month. Is that important to you? Oh my, that was, that's amazing. I don't have to go and find jobs and all of that stuff. What are they really good at, right? How are they highly skilled? What do they like to do? That's important. What do they like to do? I hate painting, but I love doing tile. Okay, well, let's get you on tile. If you're really good and you like doing that, do that. So where do they fit in your system, right? Hire the person, not the job. That's really important. We can teach people how to lay tile. We have to have someone who's willing to lay tile. So hire the person, not the job. 
We always, every time we hire a new contractor, we give them one job. You have one job. Did they nail it or did they fail it? So you know, right? Did they nail it or did they fail it? Okay? So we always make sure that we give them one thing. We don't give them the whole house. You're not in charge of the whole house. You're in charge of the front porch. And then you get the front porch and you graduate, and now you're in charge of tile in one room. So did, you, did they nail it or fail it? Paperwork, we make sure up front everyone is on the same page. We give every single contractor this packet. A W-9, our standards and procedures, simple invoices. It's amazing to me how many contractors don't have that. A payment agreement, our agreement is that we will not run checks. We don't do it because there's too many checks. We say we only cut checks on Friday and we will not deliver checks at job sites. I don't care that your kids need lunch money. Like, we do not run checks. So we make all of our contractors do direct deposit. And we, our bookkeeper does it through QuickBooks. And yeah, so we just do not do it. You'll waste your time, and they'll always hit you up for money, and it's always convenient for them, but never for you. Uh, a lien release. We make our contractors sign a lien release up front before they do any work. We say, if you perform and we pay, you will not file a lien release. And if we understand that and we're in this agreement, then okay, you can't file a lien release um, on our property. And then we make them have their own proof of insurance. That's super important because if they fall off a ladder and it's my house, and they say, oh, well, I was his employee. No, no, no. We have your proof of insurance right here. You told us you were a general contractor. Hiring, so we set, set the standard, right? Budget, time, quality. This is a true story. This door right here. We just had it happen in a property, and the door would open and it would hit the toilet. So I called Jeffrey, he's my project manager, and I said, hey, we got to fix this, this doesn't work. Luckily, Jeffrey didn't do this. We changed the toilet and got a shorter toilet, and it worked fine. We were able to open the door. But set that standard, right? Those are the three things that you have to control in every single flip. You have to control those. Budget, time, and quality, or you will lose. If any of those suffer, you will not make money. I promise. I've been there. And two out of the three are great, but three, you have to have all three of them to have a successful flip. The lowest bid is not always the best. Okay, let me show you why. <clears throat> that is not right. The guy told me he was an electrician. Guess what? He's not an electrician. Firing contractors. In our business, I always tell my contractors that I'm here to build castles, not to fight dragons. And this applies to anything. Any person that you hire, are they going to help you build castles or are they going to be a dragon that you have to fight? I've had a ton of contractors that I, hold, I held on to way too long because I needed, I thought I needed them, right? I was fighting the dragon. He'd ask me for money, stuff wouldn't get done, blah, blah, blah. Now we're going to court and I'm suing him for $10,000, right? Don't fight dragons, build castles, okay? How are you going to build your castle? For me, that's a million-dollar company, right? Building my castle is that. I don't have time to fight dragons. You're either on my team or you're not. Are you going to build this castle or are you going to make me fight the dragon? Don't fight dragons, build castles. This is a great presentation, right? If you want to listen to Tyler live this year, go to bestrealestateevent.com and grab your tickets for this year's Flip Hacking Live. It's going to be virtual. Tyler's going to be there, a bunch of other great uh, speakers and a great real estate investor. So go to bestrealestateevent.com to grab your tickets now before they go up in price. All right, let's get back to it.
Managing contractors. Who feels like managing contractors looks like this? That's how I felt. So I started, I was a one-man show. Then I, I hired a GC to run a project, and that didn't work. So then I said, all right, I'm going to be the GC, and I'm going to manage all these subcontractors. But then I felt like this, right? I'm trying to run a business. I'm trying to be a project manager. I'm trying to do all these things, and it, it just didn't work. So we, I had to hire someone. I had to hire a project manager. So this is my project manager. I'm sure some of you have seen him. He's probably the only dude wearing genie pants, is what we call these, right? Genie pants. I was like, man, you could like shoplift in those and like keep all your tools in it and stuff like that. But this is Jeffrey. Jeffrey's my project manager. He's here. Yes. Wave, Jeffrey. There he is. Yeah, he's, he's the real, he's the integrator behind the seven-day flip. We'll talk more about that. But this is his disk profile. He is a high I, high D. So he's a mover and a shaker, right? Part of his I that he really, he's an influencer. He likes to be with people. Um, and he's a dominant D. He, ha he feels that need to lead. Perfect for me. I hired him before I had him do this disk test. I did it just for this so you could see what it was. I, but I already knew that, right? I knew that he had those qualities. So Jeffrey was one of my contractors. I was the project manager. I saw that he had potential and that he was teachable, and so I brought him in onto my team. So then when I brought Jeffrey on, I said, hey, how do we stack contractors? So this is, this is something you need to pay attention to. Stacking contractors is when you have more than one contractor at a job at the same time. Okay, so usually a traditional flip, you have the electrician shows up one week, and then a week later, the plumber would show up, and then a week later, that something else, somebody else would show up, right? So I said, I want to get rid of that system, and I want to start stacking contractors. If I have someone on the inside, I want someone on the outside too. Or if someone's in the kitchen, someone's in the bathroom. Okay, so I wanted to really make sure, how do we stack these contractors? We were asking the wrong questions. Small qu questions yield small answers, right? Start asking bigger questions. How can I do this cheaper, faster, better? Those are the questions we started asking. I was, I was pegging them onto Jeffrey. Hey, how do we do this? What we're doing right now is, is crazy. It's taking forever. How can we get twice the results with half the effort? Money is made in efficiency. How do we become more efficient? Measure twice, cut once, right? How do we flip a house in seven days? That was a question. That's where it started. I said, hey, how can we flip a house in seven days? And Jeffrey's like, we can't. And I said, bull, we're going to flip a house in seven days. Teach me how. What does it take? It takes man hours and material. Okay, I understand that. So let's do it. How do we, and a bigger question, right? How do we flip seven houses in seven days? Write that down. I, I don't know, but... Are you writing that down? I like that. Next, flipping hacking live, right? No. Jeffrey will probably pull his hair out. I don't know, but ask bigger questions. Why not? Parkinson's law. Work expands to fill the time available for its completion. If you don't tell a contractor when to be done, guess what? It's never going to be done. Luke, where's Luke? Yeah. Luke? Yeah? How long is that flip? 18 months he's been flipping this house. 18 months he's had a flip. That is not okay. 17 months, maybe. 18 months, that's ridiculous. Seven days, that was our goal. Okay, why do that in seven days? Time. 
right? I'm flipping houses way faster than 18 months. Efficiency, control over my business. I couldn't control budget. I couldn't control my timeline, and I couldn't control the quality. I needed control of my company and my crew. So I said, I'm going to control all of these. I need a guarantee that we'll be on time. I need a guarantee that we'll be on budget, and I need a guarantee that our quality will be super high. And so that was part of the seven-day. Holding costs, I need to focus the contractors, better quality, higher deal turnover. We can do more deals. Um, so two things. Our biggest takeaway is planning and people. We had to have both. A lot of the times our flips, we don't plan, right? We give it to the, the contractor and say, here, here's 50 grand, go flip this house, right? And that never works. So what we did, we took our time. This is a Gantt chart, is what it's called in construction. We took all of the layers, we call them layers, right? So you can see the kitchen cabinets, the countertops, all of those. What day do they have to be done? And they have to be done, kitchen cabinets have to be done on day two because day three, our countertop guys are coming and they're gonna template on day three. And then countertops have to be in by day four because our backsplash guys are coming. So we organized this whole Gantt chart and we did our timeline. We made specific work orders for everyone. Every one of those layers, we posted it up on a big whiteboard, and we said, this is your job. You show up and do this. They didn't have to think. They didn't have to do anything else. They would show up. Their name was right here. Okay, Zaid is the project lead. I'm on Zaid's crew. We're going to knock out this bathroom. We made it very, very specific on what they had to do. There was no guessing. We even put pictures hey, look, dummy, this is the stuff that goes on the floor. Put it there, right? This was our budget. We had a very detailed budget. We went through everything. How many can lights? How many plugs? How many doors? How many whatevers, right? And we said, okay, this is $40,000, and we used that as a shopping list. The U-Haul truck, what are we going to do with all the materials once we buy them? How are we going to keep them there? I said, what about a U-Haul truck? So we got a U-Haul truck, and for two days, we went and bought materials, but we bought them strategically. If you look in this U-Haul truck, all the appliances are at the front, and it works backwards, right? Day seven is in the front, and day one is at the back. So our dry-in and all of our paint prep and everything else was strategic. So our guys didn't have to think they could show up. Oh, what do I do today? Oh, here's paint. Maybe I'll go paint, right? We made it really strategic. We catered lunch. Has anyone ever thought how much lunch costs, really, on a, budget, on a flip? Have you ever thought about that? Let me show you. We had 20 guys on our seven-day flip, right? And they say, I'm just going to grab a quick bite. Yeah, a quick bite. That doesn't happen. It takes them 20 minutes to get in their truck, an hour to eat, 20 minutes to come back and smoke and talk, and it's two hours. It's a two-hour lunch, right? So we lose 40 hours every day on our seven-day flip if our guys were go to lunch. 40 hours at 20 bucks an hour, let's say roughly for my guys, is $800 per day. I would have lost $5,600 in lost time if I would have let my contractors go to lunch. We took all that out, right? We said, no one goes to lunch. I'm bringing catering in. It cost me $1,000 to cater in lunch, and I guarantee I made that $4,000 back in labor, okay? So we, we took out all the variables. We have designers. I have two designers on my team. They come and they design every house. So this is the old fireplace. My designers are in charge of creating the vision and making it super easy for my contractors. 
This is their design. Our contractor said, okay, here's the fireplace. Let's, this is what we want it to look like. Here's the tile, dummy, right? Use this. It should look like this. Okay, cool. And, oh, amazing, look. We did it, right? There was, the contractors didn't have to think. We told them exactly what had to happen. This, again, same thing. This is what the house looked like before, seven-day flip. Here's what our designer said should look like this. Okay, cool. And boom. Nailed it, right? All right, get your phones out. You ready? You're going to want this. I would think you would want this. Here's the recipe. This is how we did it. Seven-day flip right here. Day one, this is what we did. Day two, day three, day four. You see the tile setting? Yeah, that took a long time. We landscaped every day. I had two guys that that's all they did was landscaping. And they did it every day because it was a huge, we did 3,500 square feet of sod. We had to take out all the old sod, bring in new stuff, right? So some things are going to take longer, some things are going to be shorter. Demo, we did in an hour. One hour, we demoed the house with 20 dudes. We filled up two containers in an hour and like 15 minutes. Awesome. Pretty cool stuff. Yes? No? Yeah? Okay, cool. Good. So would anybody want any of this stuff? Like... Yeah, you want it? Okay, for $9.90, just kidding. You can have it, everything. Our scope of work, our budget, our designs, our contractor packet, everything is in there for you. Oh, thank you, Tyler, you're so awesome. Yeah. Take a picture of that, okay? That's how we did it. Everything that I just talked about, our timeline, our Gantt chart, our task, our work orders, our contractor packet, everything you can have. Everyone get a picture of that? We good? Take one? Okay, awesome. I gotta speed up, we're running out of time. I could talk on this forever. Okay, we call these the four pillars. Material management, we had to control. We had to control our job site management. We had to control our crew, right? Oh, we banned Home Depot runs. No one was allowed to go to Home Depot, except me. Same thing, right? If one dude goes to Home Depot, he's, you're not going to see him the rest of the day. No Home Depot runs. We're bringing lunch. We got a porta potty. We said, no one can leave. You stay here until we're finished. You want to see how it finished? How it ended? Check it out. What's up, dudes? You guys ready for this? Seven days is the timeline, right? We've got to get it all done in a week. Battle is no time to sharpen your sword. So if our shorts aren't sharp yet, we're too late. Three, two, one, best ever! This is not just me coming to work, making some money, doing a good job and going home. This is how I find fulfillment in my day-to-day -day life, you know? Like, I built something that involves the people that I care about. I built something that brings me fulfillment in my craft, and that to me, means probably more than we could ever do in this whole thing.
Best crew ever, right there. We're just going to skip past these. So quality, speed, results, right? When efficiency goes up, your costs go down. Super important. You remember this guy? Installing toilets? No way could I have ever even thought about doing a seven-day flip. Um, so let me tell you just really quick my next story, right? And I, I'm running out of time, so I've got to wrap up. But um, in July, Bill told the, my introduction was perfect because in July I went and I hung out in Nashville for a week, right? So you look back at this dude right here a, a, year, a couple years ago, right? September 1st. In July I went and I hung out with Bill Allen, right? We were in Nashville. We're riding scooters. We were hanging out, doing... This is flying in his plane, that's flying a thousand feet over the Statue of Liberty is incredible. Hanging out with the boys, with Nate, we picked up Becca in Pennsylvania. We were flying. We took the Uber ride of death from the. Ask Nate. He'll he'll remember that Uber ride of death. Check this out. On one day, while I was with Bill Allen, we made one hundred and thirty-nine thousand dollars. We closed on two flips. Pretty cool stuff. I was on vacation. I didn't go to those closings. Three days later, I was at a mastermind event in Boston, and we did another closing. In a week, I had 4X'd my income, which is pretty incredible, right? Like, I never thought that that could happen. And I couldn't have done that, me, installing toilets. I had to have the right team. So your moment of truth, right? El momento de la verdad. What that moment of truth is, is in a bullfight, right before you kill the bull, you have a moment of truth, right? The bull's raging, you have one shot, and if you take your moment of truth, you can be successful. If you don't, then the bull will get the better of you. Um, in Redneck, where I come from, it's called a butt pucker, right? <laughs> so I speak fluent Redneck. I grew up on a farm, so... Uh, a butt pucker is when you're in Bill Allen's Tesla and he floors it, right? And there's nothing you can do. You just hold on, right? Or when you post on Facebook and you say, hey, Facebook, hey, world, we're going to do a flip in seven days. And then as soon as I end my Facebook Live, I call Jeffrey. Jeffrey, are you sure we can do this? <laughs> that was our moment of truth. Quitting my job was a moment of truth. Joining seven-figure flipping, I had to put $25,000 that I didn't have, right? But I knew it would grow my business. And I made that moment of truth, and I said, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to take that, and I'm going to win. And so I hope you take that same moment of truth, right? That you look at your life, and what do you want, right? You just got all these dreams and visions. It's never going to happen unless you want that to happen, right? So you can't soar like an eagle if you hang out with turkeys, you want to see my eagles? These guys. These are my brothers and my sister, right? This is my family. And I love these guys so much. And I, I, there's no way I could be anywhere near what I am now a year ago. This is in one year I've made almost a million-dollar company because of this, these guys right here. These are my eagles. And I stopped hanging out with the turkeys, and I hung out with these eagles. Bill Allen, who asked us who our influences are? My kids, man, I want to be successful for them. My mom and dad, I want to make them proud. And this guy right here, I, w I was the starfish, and Bill Allen took a chance on me and threw me into the water with other starfish that could help me. I love that guy.
He has changed my life and my family's life, and he took a chance on me. I, was, I felt like that starfish that he made the difference to that one. I was the one, and he made a huge difference in my life. And I just want to close with this. I came on with this song. It's called, I Was Born For This. I was born for this right here. You have to tell yourself that. You have to believe in you, right? Get rid of that doubt. Let it disappear. All these voices in your head, they try and throw you off. You're not good enough. You can't do it. You can't win. You can't flip a house in seven days. That's stupid. You can. When you start to listen to them, you have to remind yourself, hold up. Who deserves this more than you? Nobody knows what you've been through. You're stronger than you ever knew. Don't be afraid. I was terrified, but don't be, right? Because I was born for this. I was born to flip houses. I know it. It's my calling in life. I love it more than anything. It is so much fun to see that seven-day flip and see what we took, this crack house, to a freaking awesome house in this neighborhood, right? So that's it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, that was a fantastic presentation. I love, love listening to Tyler talk about flipping houses. He's doing it in seven days or less. And you know what? If that doesn't seem realistic for you at the moment, because maybe it's taking you 60 days, maybe it's taking you 30 days, but what if you could just take the principles and some of the things that he talked about in that presentation and how he's doing things, what if it could just cut your time in half? Like imagine how valuable it would be to even cut the time in half that it takes you to flip a house. Tyler is absolutely the best house flipper I know today. And I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be good friends with him, but I'm also lucky enough to have access to that brain and how he actually runs his crews and how he runs his renovations so that he is effective and very, very quick at getting in and out. So again, guys, if seven days sounds like a bridge too far because you're just way beyond that, you know, you're, it's taking you 60, 90 days to flip a house and you just want to get better, imagine taking this and just cutting that time in half. How much money would that save you? How much more money would you make on each deal if you could cut your renovation time in half? So I think this was a great presentation. Uh, it was from last year, like I said, and Tyler's the man. He'll be presenting again this year at Flip Hacking Live on something slightly different, but still in the same vein of you know flipping and how he runs his business. So you won't want to miss it. He is on the cutting edge of the flipping industry today, and he has just great information. So hopefully you enjoyed that. I'm glad I could bring it to you. Just a little flavor of what happens at a Flip Hacking Live event, and I'm excited to bring it to you. All right, guys, get out there and make today the best day ever. All right, guys, here we go again. As you know, if you stick around long enough and wait till the end of the episode and listen all the way through, every once in a while, I'll throw a freebie at you. And today is a pretty cool one. So today, what I want to give you just for listening all the way to the end, nothing else, uh, I'm not asking for anything. It's just a complete giveaway to you is an ABC offer. If you don't know what an ABC offer is, sometimes when you go and talk to a seller, a full cash offer doesn't really meet their needs. Uh, maybe you just can't give them enough. You can't bridge that gap between what they want for their house and what you're willing to give them. So sometimes you can give them options. The A option could be, uh, I will give you an all cash offer. This is what I can offer you and you'll get it all at closing. Uh, a B offer could be, uh, I will give you 
a little bit closer to what you want, but not quite what you want. And there will be some terms attached. So there'll be some cash up front and then terms attached. And then maybe the C offer is all terms. I'm going to give you exactly what you want for the house, but uh, I'm no money up front and it'll just be terms and we'll figure out the terms. But there's like an ABC offer that they can choose from so that you can really meet anybody's needs when it comes to trying to uh, purchase the house. If, if they just can't come off of their number and there's just no way you can do that for all cash, sometimes spreading those payments out, giving them what they want, but spreading those payments out is advantageous to you as the investor. So anyways, I want to give you a template for an ABC offer that you can just plug and play into your business right now. So if you go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash ABC, so that's juststartrealestate.com forward slash ABC, you can grab that document right now. No need to put in an email address or sign up or do anything. Just It's just flat given to you. So when you go there and, and click on that, or when you go to that URL, you'll get a screen that asks you if you want to make a copy of the ABC. It's called LOI, letter of intent. And you just hit yes, make a copy. And then it goes into your Google Drive and it's yours to use however you want. So you just have to make that copy when it asks you to so that I don't, sometimes people can, um, if I just give you access to the the actual original, sometimes it'll get deleted or to get changed and, and it, it's confusing. So uh, by doing this, you just go there and you make a copy and it becomes yours. You can alter it however you want. So go there and check it out. Juststartrealestate.com forward slash ABC. There you go, guys. Go for it.